Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pink Cloud Nine Vodcast. I am so excited. Today, I have a beautiful and amazing, a wonderful author, Latina McDowell. Hey, how's it going? Hi, how are you? I'm so excited that you're here, and you're going to speak to us about A Poet's Dream. Yes. Available now on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. The link is in the description, so make sure you click, click, click. Awesome. So, thank you so much to publisher Dave Ware Jr. for making this connection. And uh, so, tell us about A Poet's Dream. Well, A Poet's Dream, um, I got the name from because I'm a poet, and it was always my dream to publish my own book. So, that's where the title came in at. Um, I've been writing since middle school, so everything that's in my book um, is realistic. It's stuff that happened in my past, you know, bad relationships, just bad situations. Everything in my book is the truth about me, basically. Mm -hmm. So um, I decided in 2015 that I wanted to start writing and get my book published. So it was published in 2016. Shout out to um, Dave Ware. Um, That was my publisher. He did an awesome job. Good. Um, it's good. Yes. Um, it's been amazing. I'm still writing now. I'm working on my second book as we speak. Okay. Good. Yes. So yes. make sure to follow Latina McDowell because she's got more works coming. Okay. Yes. So um, how long is the, is it available on paperback as well? Yes. It is. There it is. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Uh, what uh, do you want to read us? Like a, a a little bit of one of them. Um, sure. That would be kind of cool. That way we can got, kind of have an idea of the content. Right. Okay. Um, I'm gonna read. Let's see here. One of my favorite ones is called "Mentally Abused." Mm-hmm. I was once that girl that was mentally abused. I used to hurt so bad and so deep down inside and wonder how a man could use hurt and lie so bad. But yet, I was the one feeling so sad. I used to have low self-esteem. I felt like nobody was on my team. I used to be the one to fall so deep, thinking in my head, this the man I want to keep. Do I used to cater to this man. I mean, straight weight on this man. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, I was straight down for this man. But in his mind, he had it all set up to put Mm -hmm. me in a bind. (laughs) That was called um, Mentally Abused. Mm -hmm. Um, That was based off of a bad relationship that I had. You know, I overcame it. Um, Mm -hmm. Writing is one of my coping skills. Yes, yes. So, So I am so glad that you were able to get out of that situation. Yes, definitely, definitely. a lot of women are right now trapped in situations just like that and they have no way to get out. So, um, I've I've had uh, situations myself and I had to live at a battered woman's shelter for a while, you know, uh, sometimes you got to do what you got to do as long as you got to keep, um, safe. Right. Right. Cool. So when was this, what was the month that this was published month and eight? It was actually published in April 2016. Perfect, perfect. Yes, it was in April. Okay, and uh, tell us um, a little bit about the work in progress, but don't give any spoilers. 
Um, the book here that I had wrote, like I said, that was based, a lot of the poems in this book here was like past relationships and stuff like that. And this book, the book that I'm working on now is a book, uh, how can I put it? The person that I became Okay. now, you know, a stronger person, a wiser person, stuff that I learned from my past, which okay. made me the woman that I am today. Good. So Good. it ain't all, um bad stuff in there about breakups and all that in my new book. Yeah. In my new book is the new me. They empowered you. That's right. The the Okay, so I've been in recovery for four years for mental health and for addiction. I've been sober and in therapy and on non-narcotic medications for four years. So I go to a lot of 12-step programs. How did you become empowered? Like, what got you through the hard times? Um, me, myself, um... Back in the day, I did. I had my times where it was hard for me to get over certain things in life. You know, I, mine was alcohol. Okay. I just felt like I wanted to drink. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Thinking that, okay, I drink today. Tomorrow, I'll be fine. But when I realized that that, that wasn't the kicker, that wasn't going to work, because when I wake up, I still got the same problem. Exactly. So I had to control my own mind. Okay. Um, and I started writing more and more and more and okay. more and more. Because I have so much stuff that's written down on my computer just every, all over the house because this is how much writing I do. That's that's my coping skill. Yeah. And as you said, me, I work with mental health, okay. with substance abuse. Okay. <laughs> and I've been doing that now for 13 years, um, off and on. So, you yeah. know, to see other people and me, to be able to encourage them okay. and talk to them about things that I went through and try to help them, you know, learn different coping skills of how they can get through. That helps me out too as well. Good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you are a huge part of their recovery process. And right. at the same time, they're also helping you uh, be in recovery, stay recover, recovered or recovering or whatever you want to call it. But right. uh, you're learning a lot through them as well. How long That's have you right. been, how long have you been doing that for? Uh, 13 years. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So did that help you, uh, curb the drinking of the alcohol as well? Yes. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. Because just with me now, I just, when something upsets me, even to now, I just start writing. I write down everything. And so those, what I write becomes. A poem. It takes me no time to write a poem. Five minutes, I can write something that I just went through. Put it down, put it in, you know what I'm saying? Put it to the yeah. side on the computer or whatever. That's a coping skill for me. Yeah. That's what I use as a coping skill is writing. Okay, that's good. That's right. good because a lot of people, they don't know. They don't have coping skills. For me, is um, <sighs> forgiveness, acceptance, gratitude, service. These are the kinds of things that I've learned in recovery because uh, before that, before I entered recovery, I had no idea how to cope. And and hobbies helped me get through, like I make candles and jewelry and perfumes and lip gloss. I just make stuff because I have such an ongoing mind that doesn't stop. And so... um, Always thinking. Always thinking. Do you go through that too? Are you a thinker? I overthink a lot. I overthink all the time. And it's another poem in my book that I had wrote. It's called, um, I was only four. Now that poem there that I did, 
Um, because I was molested when I was four. Okay. So years before I, my book came out, I would dream about being raped every night. I go to sleep mm -hmm. dreams about being raped, being raped, being raped. Because I was holding it in, you know, I didn't let nobody know that this had happened to me, you know, besides certain people. So it was like, it was a burden on me, you know, they have to look at this person every day, you know, that this is the person that did this to me that's walking around, but I'm still yet, I'm holding it in. So when I wrote my book, I decided to put that poem in my book. So once I put it in my book and it got out and people know that this is what happened to me, mm -hmm. I felt a lot, a lot better. Like the okay. burden was lifted up off of me. All right. Which took those dreams away, mm -hmm. you know, okay. because it's, it's best. People don't even want to talk about stuff that happened in their life, but sometimes it's best that you do to let it out. Because yeah. if you don't, you're going to always hold that in and it's going to be a burden on you. Right. And that's what the Pink Cloud Nine platform is about. It's about uh, talking about all the things that people, other people don't want to talk about. And do you right. know... So many people are going through mental health, addiction, molestation from childhood, um, rape in adulthood, and, you know, people aren't talking about it. And I think it's important to put a spotlight on it and be like, look, this happened to me, and I, I'm okay today, and I'm a survivor, and I'm an overcomer, and I'm empowered, and I'm going to take all the nasty stuff that happened and use it as a... Um, a superpower right you know what i mean so i'm glad that you're talking about this what other fun stuff is or fun stuff or hard stuff um topics are in the the uh a poet's dream the life lyrics of a poet so we have bad relationships being abused being molested what other uh um they have a couple of poems in there um i had a cousin that was I was real close to that was like my brother and he passed away. Okay. So I wrote one called a sorrowful small town okay. and that was really, that was dedicated to him. Um, so grief, how to grief. handle with grief, how to, um, you know, there's five stages to grief and one of them is acceptance and right. bargaining and, uh, for, forgiveness, I think. Forgiveness. Is I can't remember. Uh -huh. Yeah, so, okay, so these this is really good. This is amazing. I'm so glad that uh, your works are out there, available. Make sure that you click the link to the description of this book. Um, tell us where people can find you so that you can grow your audience. Um, of course, I'm on Facebook um, <laughs> as Latina New Life. Um, I'm also on IG, Latina McDowell. Um, those are the main two social sites that I'm on. Yeah. Um, like you said earlier, you can find my book on Amazon, Books and Novels. Um, I think it's on eBay. Uh, and actually a couple of other places it's on that I didn't even know it was on. <laughs> mm -hmm. so, so, yeah. Tell me um, what you do for fun other than write or read or anything literature. Other than literature, what else do you keep yourself busy with? I love to travel. Okay. Where have you gone that's amazing? Or where are you going to go after this whole pandemic situation is over? <laughs> the best trip that I have been on was Puerto Rico thus far. Um, cool. I'll be in Miami in April. For, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Good. For um, a few days. And then in August, I'll be in Jamaica. All right. So, yeah, that'll be the first out-of-country trip. That's Jamaica, cool. which will be in August. 
Wow, that's amazing. I'm so happy that you're going to get to enjoy and and have such a, a fun time. I mean, we all deserve it. And uh, you um, definitely deserve some fun in the sun. Yeah, it's always been a, um, I just want to travel the world. I just want to see every place there is to see that I possibly can see before I die. Sure. I just, I love to travel. I don't have any kids, so I can just get oh. up and go. As long as I got the funds, I ain't rich in that. But if I got the money, I'm going to go. <laughs> you know, I hear that it's better to go ahead and travel now before you have kids because once you have kids, it's going to be harder to travel and it's expensive. Right. And so get it going now. Right. <laughs> That's good. And I love to fish too. I like fishing. That's a hobby okay. of mine. Coping, another coping skill of mine. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. It's a lot of meditation, a lot of prayer, yes. a lot of talking uh, to a you know higher power, or listening to nature. That's always fun. Right. It cool. is definitely very peaceful. So last question. What makes you happy and how do you define happiness? What makes me happy is family. What makes me happy is seeing other people happy. That makes me happy. Um... I define happiness where I can, when I wake up in the mornings, I thank God for allowing me to see another beautiful day because a lot of people didn't live to see today. Right. So that's, that makes me happy alone. Yeah. Long as I'm breathing, got food to eat, my bills is paid, my family good, I'm happy. That's right. That's right. Happiness comes from within. That's right. Uh, you know, um, it doesn't have to do anything with what people are, are saying. People can tell me I'm cool, I'm awesome, I'm smart, I'm this, I'm that, I'm the bomb, whatever they want to say. But if I don't believe it for myself, if I don't live it and give it from the inside out, then it's not going to go from the outside in. You know, right. I have to know it in here. I have to know I am cool you know i am awesome so affirmations are very important the right. re retraining of the subconscious is very important yes. because you know the subconscious has been with us since before we were born and we remember everything that we went through that w that was said yep. that we said that we heard that we felt it's all in our 90% of our subconscious and we're right. only focused here on the 10%, you know, and uh, the 90% has got to be nurtured all right. the time. Uh, it's hard, right. but it's definitely possible. And um, uh, somebody is saying that uh, you are their author and they're very proud of you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, and I, I think I have an idea who it is, but it's a Yes, definitely. You, yeah, so. My publisher. Yes, thank you for joining us on this wonderful moment that we're having here. Thank you for connecting us. Publisher Dave Ware Jr., yes. please get a hold of him. He is one of the Pink Cloud Nine sponsors. So, hey, thank you so much. <laughs> really appreciate you being here. Author Latina McDowell with yes. uh, Poets Dream. The Life Lyrics of a Poet. And you have some amazing content in your book. So please Thank get a hold of the book now, everybody. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for watching the Pink Cloud Nine vodcast, everybody. Your family, Latina, your family now. So make sure that you stay connected. Friend me on Facebook. 
you know, uh, Instagram, all that stuff. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. I'm on YouTube. I'm on, I'm on Alignable. I'm on Reddit. I mean, I'm okay. everywhere. Okay. <laughs> so you, you, if you can't find me, it's cause you're not looking for me. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love you all and have a wonderful day. All right. Thank you. Yeah.